Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another weekend bite-sized political podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be a slightly longer one than normal. Hope you'll enjoy it. I want to talk about the match of the day martyrs, because surely in the holy trinity of Gary Lineker, uh, Ian Wright, and Alan Shearer, but we've never seen such bravery, possibly, certainly since the uh, Protestant martyrs in the Reformation who went to the stake rather than deny their faith. Uh, Gary and, and, and Ian and, and Alan have, have shown tremendous hero, hero, heroism in their, their refusal to be dictated to by, oh yeah, the organization that pays them their wage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, we're going to get into this because I can see the amount of uh, media headlines that it makes. And of course, you may well feel it's a complete distraction from more important things, such as Rishi Sunak splashing away half a billion to the French. But don't worry, we'll get to that as well. So relax. But this is just focused on, on Gary and Ian and, uh, and, and Alan. Of course, there are other heroes as well. Alex Scott, she who would be aspirational to present these kind of programs, she said she's definitely not going to be, uh, she wouldn't present it. In fact, the whole commentating team have said that they will not take part. So the net result is that tonight, Saturday night, match of the day goes out without any commentary at or, or, or any kind of, uh, and anybody covering the matches as such. They will just show the games. That's it. Excellent. This is what we want. Uh, on reflection, last night I said I wouldn't watch it, but actually I might watch it because I think if we can succeed in giving match of the day with none of these presenters, none of these multi-millionaire hypocrites presenting it, a big audience, maybe the BBC would be inclined to um, run that as a future model. Sack Gary Lineker, sack Ian Wright, sack Alan Shearer, sack Alan, uh, Alex Scott, sack, sack all of these unspeakable hypocrites. I personally would be very happy to see that. I wonder how you would feel about that. But I, I mean, when I consider, for example, that Gary Lineker's paid, what is it, 1.5 million? But don't worry about it, David. He's not a BBC employer. You don't understand the problem. Oh, no, I do understand the problem. There's a reason why Gary Lineker contracts himself out as a third party to the BBC. And the reason for that, my friends, as I'm sure you've figured out, is it's tax efficient. That's right. And Gary's had a few issues on his taxes, by the way, in recent years, as you may also be aware. But he's a man of the people. As you know, he's very keen, pro-refugee, pro-EU, pro-labour. Um, and that pro-labour sentiment, in a sense, is what's caused the problem. Because as you know, he came out, uh, tweeted out on his horrible, I was going to say on his horrible Twitter feed, but of course I don't get to see it because Gary blocked me on Twitter back, uh, oh, several years ago now. So I don't know why Gary's one of, another one of these multimillionaire lovies who do not like it when somebody takes them to task. And some of us are quite capable of taking these um, hypocrites to task. And so they block you. So therefore, you can't see them. Therefore, they don't uh, get exposed to uh, any levels of uh, inquiry into what they've been about. But anyway, so Gary basically tweeted out that, as you know, he thought that these policies of the current government with regard to migration are reminiscent of those of Nazi Germany in the 1930s. That's what uh, our uh, Gaza had to say. Uh, that caused the media furore. 
uh, it is quite clearly a, a, a breach of impartiality to anyone with half a sentient brain, which would presumably rule out Ian Wright and uh, Alan Shearer. So, as well as Gary, um, he clearly was in breach of it. Now, people then get into the particularities of this and say, yeah, but 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 what about his contract? The BBC contract does not suggest, does not tie people who aren't presenting news and politics to having uh, impartial uh, Twitter accounts. Um, you see, you can cut through all of this very simply. I've got a solution to all of this. We should let Gary tweet whatever he wants and we should let him present match of the day. In exchange for that, we don't pay the BBC license tax. All of us. Yeah. How about that for a day? And with, without legal recourse from the BBC. That seems fair to me because a lot of people in the country, uh, I mean, let's remember, though, whilst I despise them, the conser current Conservative government did win the majority of the vote in the 2019 general election. And yet Gary Lineker uh, feels aggrieved by them. He, 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 he either ab abides by the BBC impartiality guidelines or he doesn't. If he doesn't, then he should be sacked. And what we've seen is, and this is really the revelation in this for me, it's not just over this issue of the tweet. We've seen all these types like Lineker, like Shearer, like Wright, uh, like people, for example, I've seen other people uh, coming to their defense, all the people slithering out of the woodwork, all these celebrities who pose as if they're really your bestie friend, but they're totally not. Which brings me to a different aspect of Alan and Gary and Ian, the three martyrs, because martyrs is quite a good term to use because, of course, these three individuals were up to their neck and complicit in pushing the toxic jab. Now, just so you uh, uh, just so you can um, get a sense of this, let me um, just see if I can bring you uh, a sort of uh, a quick clip of uh, of Gary. Here's Gary in his prime. Here we go. If I can just play this here, bear with me one second. And I'm going to bring Gary, or sorry, Alan, Alan Shearer, talking about the jab. Here we go. We can protect ourselves and other people is to get vaccinated. If you are eligible, get your booster booked as soon as possible for the best possible defense against COVID for you and your family. All adults age 80 and aura can book a booster appointment online or go to a walk-in vaccination site without needing an appointment. So go get boosted now. Well, how about you you go you go and get something else, um, uh, Gary Lineker, because, um, or Alan Shearer. And Lineker did the same, and Wright did the same. They all were part of the pro-establishment sell-in of the uh, COVID jabs. So these most trusted people back in 2021 we're encouraging everyone, get your booster, get, get your jab, get your second jab, get your booster. If you want to come to the footy game, you've got to be boosted. That, that's the nature of these people. So in a way, what's good about this story is it should have lifted the veil. If you had any illusions about these people, you shouldn't have them. They're all creatures of the establishment in every conceivable way. I can't see how Gary Lineker will actually lose his job. 
because the BBC is obviously itself part of the establishment. So um, I, I think we have a, a, a situation here where these, these people, these pro-vaccine salesmen are now happily uh, surrounding Gary Lineker to support him with his anti-conservative Twitter diatribes. And it does raise fundamental questions about the nature of these individuals and the nature of the BBC. Um, and indeed, you know, the, the nature of trust that so many, for example, sports fans put in these, uh, these individuals, they clearly cannot be trusted. They were selling you the snake oil back in 2021, 2022. They were doing, that's what they were doing. Uh, and now they're trying to pretend that, you know, they're on a equivalent level of the martyrs at the Reformation um, because uh, they just simply will not go on and talk about a football game tonight. Well, I sincerely hope they never come back and we never see them again because I consider them to be, all of them to be, uh, <clears throat> absolute waste of space. Thanks for listening.